Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm good. My day has gotten better because I've been hanging out with you. Uh, It always is so much fun to be together and appreciate our friendship and that we get to do this together. We get to yeah, we get to uh, talk and share and and help some leaders along the way. Right on, right on. Yeah, I, I uh, it's funny that we're already looking at. I mean, here we are in 2023. That yeah. that happened fast. I, I are, are you like me? Did you lose two years during COVID? People like say, well, yesterday. It's like oh, I wasn't yesterday. That was two years ago. Yeah, just unbelievable. How fast? I, I it's, it's gone fast, but I also say this. I, I think the learning curve has been sharper since 2020 than, yeah. than any other season in my lifetime. You, we've had to. It's been adapt or die, adjust, pivot, all those words mm-hmm. that we, we use. So I'm excited today because we're going to hear from you the, the key lessons that you learned in this last year. Do you want to tell us anything about that before you get started? Yeah, I just just to set it up, at the end, uh, near the end of every year, I take time, Jim, to reflect on uh, and I don't know if this is the preacher in me or what, you know, the three most significant lessons of the year. Maybe that's all I can really yeah. grab, you know, get my arms <laughs> from, uh in any given year. And and I guess the reason I do that is because I don't want to have to learn these same three things next year. Right. right. I, I want to internalize them, carry them into next year. And so today, uh, I would like if you guys would, would uh, allow me. I would like to yeah. share the three most important things that I learned uh, in 2023, and let's just, uh, or excuse me, in 2022, and let's right. just uh, wrap about that. Right on. Yeah, and I, I think this is maybe my second or maybe my third uh, one of these through the years yeah. that, that we've been doing this. And one of the things I love about this episode, John, is, is when you talk, you you give me language for, I, sometimes I see it, I feel it, but I, I don't have language for it. And when you identify it, it helps me then to help other people with that. So I'm I'm thrilled to hear. So take away, what, what is number one? Here's the first one, and that is growth forces change. Boom. Growth forces change. Uh, 2022 was a, a year of record growth for yeah. our organization, Jim. Uh, the number of leaders, and this is the grace of God, this is the gift of God to us. The number of leaders we helped in 2022 quadrupled compared to 2021. Jim, we helped wow. over 2,400 leaders. Wow. By the grace of God, we were able to directly influence. And it's just staggering. It's it's amazing. We're so happy yeah. about that. But as our company grew, just a, a, a little backdrop, you know, the, the previous nine years, there was incremental growth, you know, and yeah. and I had this suspicion that I needed to change how I was leading. I think the yeah. team had more than suspicion. They knew <laughs> that I needed to change how I lead and what I focused on and where my energy went. But, but the dramatic growth in 2022 forced the issue. And for wow. me, Jim, it's either change or drown. Yeah. And and I wonder how many leaders know somewhere in their mind and heart they need to adjust the way they're leading 
but they haven't had the catalyst of significant growth or or significant decline maybe could also be right. that catalyst too to force the issue but for me it was like man we've had this amazing year but i have had to change more in terms of what i work on what i don't work on what i say yes to what i say no to i've had to yeah. change more in 2022 than any year previously as it relates to um our ministry converge coaching so growth forces change I, yeah i wonder what you think about that one well I, I i think we've heard the line before you worked really hard for nine years to become an overnight success yeah, there's that there's that moment of critical mass um yeah. and, and i think that's a pivotal moment if you are not as the leader of converge coaching prepared to change then then it isn't it isn't that number it's it's what it was in 2021 because you had to say no to hundreds of people and instead you figured out a way to multiply you know to delegate to uh to expound and now here we are i i mean i i don't mean to be a prophet here but 2023 isn't looking like it's going downhill it's gonna it's gonna multiply again and uh and again what you do to help people has to change so the local pastor of a church of 100 people that goes from 50 to 100 or 100 to 50 what the, what that job description may have been last year it is not this year there there's right. a significant change there's when there's a shift in the dynamic there's a shift in the leadership dynamic that that's must right. go with it and uh yeah and that's a learning curve right and that's really? and that and that nice that, that you know you you know people that are in this and and if there was a pastor saying i grew from 50 to 100 or or constricted from 100 to 50 you would know 10 people probably that that would have a meaningful conversation with that person um to, to help them make those adjustments that's yes that's part of change yeah right and and so uh rob ketterling i think of a lot of our listeners or watchers know who rob is yeah. he wrote a book called change before you have to yeah yeah and and so i think for me i i jim i was a little bit behind the curve i i, I knew Back in my back of in the back of my mind, John, you yeah. have to shift. You have to shift. You have to shift. But yeah. this um, amazing wave that hit us in 2022 has forced the issue. I have no choice. Yeah. I yeah. either do it or you know something bad could happen to me. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm making yeah. the decision to make the adjustments yeah. and, and to change how I lead. Right. On, um. Right. Here's the second one. Uh. The second lesson, and again, maybe none of these are going to be like, oh, wow, man, these just, I've never heard anything like that before. But for <laughs> me, it was just like whammo. And here's the yeah. second one. Joy and pain often travel alongside each other. Hmm. Joy and pain often travel alongside each other. You know, as we just got done talking about that, that 2022 was a banner year for the ministry. Yeah. And we're very happy about that. We've added to the team. Uh, we've added more responsibility to the existing team. Yeah. Uh, and I'm ecstatic about that. Um, instead of three granddaughters, now I have four, you know, so. <laughs> grew by 25%. Yes. I, my granddaughter. Yeah, that's right. And, and, yeah. and, but right alongside all of that joy, we experienced significant loss mm -hmm. in 2022. 
And I and I'm not going to outline all of it. You yeah. know, there were several big ones, you know, and then some smaller ones. But yeah. you know, one that you're aware of, Jim, Laura and I uh, lost one of our two best friends in 2022 yeah. to cancer. Yeah. And she had been a dear friend of Laura and mine for 40 years. Yeah. And 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 there's no way for me to adequately describe a sense of loss and grief and pain over yeah. her passing. You know, she she was dependable, she was safe, she was wise, she was consistent, she was hilarious. Yeah. And and we miss her so much. You know, and so right beside the the many joys of 2022, pain exists right along with it. I yeah. I wonder what you think about this second one, Jim. Yeah, I it's funny. I don't want to set up the dynamic or if I'm if I'm happy, I should be careful because sadness is right around the corner. And that's not what I mean. And I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it isn't like a yin and a yang, a balancing of the force and Star Wars. It's but the the reality is we live in a fallen world. That mm-hmm. my, my mom used to say something that really helped me. She said, "This isn't heaven, and yeah. this isn't hell. This is the place in between. And there's a lot of heaven floating around. There's a lot of hell floating around. And and it's all it's all competing for our heart. Who will we trust? Who will we believe? You know, in the in the sorrow, in the joy. And I. I, I just think, you know, I heard a comedian say years ago, he's talking about how, uh, you know, life is a series of ups and downs and Jesus promised to give us life more abundant. The highs are going to be higher, but the lows are going to be lower. I mean, the highs of, like you're saying, a, a relationship of a deep, loving, Christ-centered friendship between couples is one of the greatest gifts in life. And now not only is, is, is you know, the sweet woman gone, but her grieving husband is now... Yes in your life as well. And, and that, that thought that, you know, how, how do I have joy <clears throat> in the midst of such sorrow? Is it I, right? Is it right to have joy? Yeah. Even in the midst of sorrow There's <clears throat> a question I think may be present yeah. in my, in some folks' minds. But, is it okay? But if, but if we could resurrect her from the dead and say, would you rather I was sad or happy? We all know what the answer would be. Do you want me to die with you? Or do you want me to wait and continue my life? We know what the answer would be. I don't, I don't know anybody that fits that category that doesn't want us to go hug our grandbabies. And, and you know, they're irreplaceable. So it isn't like, I'm going to go find another friend. It isn't right. that. But it, it's it's the, when my dad died, my mom, I was concerned that she wasn't grieving because she, she didn't experience the profound sadness that I would expect after 50 years of marriage. So yeah. I, I, I pushed her a little. Are you... You know, are you really okay? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm so grateful for this. Or, but how do you feel? Yep, yeah, but I'm so grateful because. I'm, and about the fourth time I pushed her on grief, and she came back with gratitude. I said, "Are you telling me that the way you're dealing with grief right now is not by mourning what you've lost, but being grateful for all that you've had?" And she said, "Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not. I'm not saying my husband isn't dead, and I don't miss him terribly. I'm saying I'm grateful for 50 years of a man who loved Jesus and loved me. And I and I I think that that." So that's what we're talking about, the joy of gratitude, but all, it doesn't ignore loss and it doesn't negate loss. It joins right. it. It joins it. I'm, I'm grateful for what I've had that very few people have enjoyed, a lifelong friendship between couples. Sure. But that, that also makes the, the sadness as real. Yeah. And, and I, I'm wondering if we need to get comfortable, Jim, with this idea. Yeah, sure. That it's possible 
and it's maybe more than possible, maybe it's likely to experience two divergent emotions simultaneously. Yeah. You know, with this thought that life is never all good nor all bad, uh, maybe life is good and bad traveling along together. Yeah. And, you know, I think at our dear friend's memorial, we see that we saw that played out. Yeah. There was laughter and 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 joy and then there was sorrow and tears uh and then more laughter and joy and then sorrow and tears and moments apart right that's right one sentence and the next sentence yeah right yeah and i guess really where i'm driving at with this one jim is i think sometimes especially when i was younger i used to have such black and white thinking yeah that if my life is good it all has to be good or it's not good Right. I and, and yeah, that, that's, that's that's youth, right? That's yeah. foolishness. And what it what came home to me in 2022 once again was I can have I can be having amazingly good things happening in my life and amazingly painful things happening at the very same time. And I have to get I have to be okay with that. I, I don't have to like it necessarily i have to be okay with that and accept the fact that many times that's how life works that's how the world works so that's the second one um let me give you the third one unless you had something else you wanted to say about that that i just say what jesus said yeah that that in this world you will have tribulation but take heart Mm -hmm. i i've overcome the world so which one's true the answer is both they're both true they're both true yeah Mm. so let me give you the last one the third one yeah and uh and this one, I think, was it was again. This might not be a big deal for anybody listening. I hope it is, um, but for me, it was huge. Yeah, and that, and that is this: the world is big enough for all of us to succeed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I'm gonna say something that I hate to admit, but I'm gonna admit it anyway. Early in Converge Coaching's existence, I'd say the first couple of years. I, Jim, I struggled with other organizations that do what Converge Coaching does. We're experiencing smashing success. Right. You know, it was this gnawing feeling. It was this misguided feeling that if they succeeded, we couldn't. Right. And I think I think the roots of that uh, were fear and and a scarcity mentality. You know, yep. this this idea of if they're succeeding, how can I? How can right. we, uh, you know, and it's this, it's this misguided belief that there's not enough good things in the world to go around. Right. Can, can you relate to that at all? Or am I just, oh yeah. oh yeah, no, no, I, I pastor a local congregation in a town of 12,000 people. Um, I, you know, when you're the growing church and everybody's coming to your church from other churches, you feel pretty good about it. When, when, when a new church comes to town, when we had a Kmart and then Target went in and Kmart lost business, if that makes sense. And then yeah. Walmart came in and Target and Kmart lost business. And then Kmart went out of business. And then, you know, that that's a, that's a terrible way to serve people. And that's a, yeah. that's a terrible injustice to yourself. That's business. That's um, entrepreneurship. That's capitalism. But, but, you know, what we do is not capitalism. It's, it's kingdom. Right. 
So the kingdom has a generous king. And so we can be generous because we have a generous king. It's one one is a a strategy to defeat, you know, your your competitors. And and one is uh, gratitude, I guess, for, you know, the the ability to to be called upon to play the game at any level is a a real honor, you know. And you and I have seen this too, right? The church that's generous, the family that's generous, the the organization that's generous always prospers above uh, those which are not. That's that's right. just the principle of the kingdom. You want to be blessed, be a blessing. Yeah. You know that's I the way it works. That, and I think that generosity has is is there's a lot of layers to that, right? But one of the layers yeah. is just in the way we think toward yes yeah. other people who are having a good run. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've I've heard more than a few leaders tell me the reason they weren't making progress was you know that big church down the road. Yeah. You know because that big <laughs> church is bearing fruit. We can't. Yeah. And and we believe that nothing could be further from the truth. Right. You know, right. so so here's what God has taught me about this one in 2022, that the world is big enough for all of us to succeed. There are more opportunities that exist than people poised to take advantage of those opportunities. Right. I want you to think about that one for a minute with me, Jim. There are more yeah. opportunities out there than people poised to take advantage of those opportunities. Yes. And and the achievements of of others don't diminish your achievements. Their success yeah. is not a threat to you. We you said yeah. it earlier. We're talking kingdom, right? Yeah. This isn't a doggy dog. No, we're talking about building the kingdom. So practice being happy when good things happen to other people. Yeah. And then get back to work. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even even humble yourself and say to those that are you know, that are that are achieving goals that you have in your own heart and ask them how'd you do it. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Yeah. Let me ask you how you reached the last ten families you've reached. What can I learn from you? Instead so of good. criticizing, there can be a partnership. Instead of competition, there can be a compliment. You know that that can 100%. that can take place. We compliment one another. Yeah. yeah. And so and so. These are like the three things, Jim, as I got to the end of 2022 that were over and over resonating in my mind and in my heart, that growth forces change, that joy and pain often travel alongside each other, and they can coexist, and that the world contains more opportunities than we imagine. Yeah, yeah. And, And so... I want to lay that out there. I would love to challenge our watchers and listeners to think about what the most important things were that you learned yeah. in 2022. Take a moment. It's good. Uh, piece of paper, go somewhere and think for an hour. Let those things that God taught you sink deeply into your mind and into your heart and carry them forward into this n- new year. Um yeah. I think I've talked to enough leaders to know that they don't want to take another lap around the same mountains again. I, I believe that no. they want what they learned in 2022 to propel them into this year. Yeah. And and so that's what we want for all of our listeners, right, Jim? We want them to yeah. and what did God teach me? What did I take away? And how do I allow that to be just become a, a dealt with settled issue yeah. in my life that I don't have yeah. to revisit all the time. 
So that's our heart. That's my heart behind uh, love this it. episode today. I love it, John. And it's funny, as you said that, it, it happened again this year. When, when you talk, it's like, yep, I, I didn't have the words for that, but I have, I under, my heart understands what you're saying. And that, that, that desire is it, there's a Jewish calendar. You know, we were on the Gregorian calendar, but the Jewish calendar where they sweep all the yeast out of, out of their home. You know, I'm sorry, is that Rosh Hashanah, one of those Jewish I, holidays? I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. but they, the, the thought of it is nothing, nothing, no leaven from last year is allowed to come into this year. There's that sense of, of new beginning that, that God is giving us a new beginning. We're going to take it. We're not, we're not taking emotional baggage from one year, unforgiveness from one year, sins from one year into the next. But but this is different. This is the good stuff you got out of the year. This yeah. is, this isn't yeast and sin, and there's no need for animal sacrifice to get over this. This is what did I learn, and and to take that and say this: these are the possessions I will take with me into the next year. Um, so thank you for sharing your heart with that. Um, you know, as you did your list, you know, can I just maybe for our listeners that you just encourage them to do that. What what does that look like? Is that was that you and your wife talking about what did we learn? Was that you in prayer? You you want to draw a race board? Did you kind of collect these? Did it take ten minutes? Just give us a framework of what sure. what was your process to come up with your three. So I didn't. Uh, I collected these as the year unfolded. Gotcha. Let me let me start there. Yeah. And I have a little journal, and uh, and as this pushes up into my mind, and I can't let it go. It's one of those like I know God, you're teaching me something big here. I jot it yeah. in my. I just jot it down in my uh uh in my journal and so sometimes it's i think what it is jim it's not that i'm spending a lot of time praying about these three things you're like god what were the big three it's almost like as the year unfolds it's like i i I get this sense boy this is important right this is a big deal this one's going into the top three And yeah. so I collect it as the year unfolds. And by the time we get to, you know, toward the end of the year, I, I, not only do I have a good sense of the what those three things are, but I've got a good sense at a deeper level what they mean. Right. And right. how they um, shape my behavior, my thinking, my interaction. So I, there, there are dozens yeah. of different ways you can do this. I love the idea of sitting with your spouse. Yeah. And, say, and saying, hey, what, you know. What were the things, the real big things this year that God taught us? I think that's an amazing yeah. idea. I love it, Jim. Yeah. That's an excuse to get some curly fries at Arby's with some horsey that's sauce right. and just sit there for an hour. Yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, well, John, thank you for this. And if people, you know, want to talk about this or other things with you or one of the one of the, the staff at Converge, how would they go about doing that? Very simple. Go to convergecoach.com, select the contact us link. Uh, that opens up a little form. It asks you for your email address and uh, the reason why you'd like to speak to one of our coaches or mentors or consultants. And uh, we'll ha- we're happy to give you a half hour of our time with no, uh, you know, no obligation from you. We just want to hear what's going on with you. Uh, we want to cheer you on. If you've got good things to share, we'd love to do that too. Um, yeah. But if you're in a, you're in a, a spot and you need a, third party to unpack some things with we're here to do that and then if uh you know we can help you uh we can talk about what that looks like uh down the road or maybe we know somebody who's really even better uh suited to help you and you know we refer jim we were so often we refer uh 
prospective clients to other organizations who just yes, do what do. they need better than we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Because the goal is helping people. I mean, the goal is, is getting it to those goals that God's placed in your heart. So, John, thank you for your time. And thank you, our, our listeners and watchers. It's been a pleasure. Uh, happy New Year. Um, yeah. uh, maybe maybe one of your resolutions for this year should be to, to spend that half hour and, and talk a little bit with someone that might have a different perspective or uh, confirm yours or maybe teach you some things you haven't quite learned yet. And uh, if, if you're watching, you can tell there's a few gray hairs just on the screen alone. And I'm not going to get into anybody else on the team because it's not my place. But those those are all earned. Those are all those are all lessons. And one of the great things about learning something is having it to teach to somebody else, to share with somebody else. So if Converge can help you, uh, we are here for that. So God bless you. You made it to a new year. 2022 yeah. is in the books. Congratulations. Continue to do your thing as God gives you the grace to do your thing as you continue to lead from alignment.